All right, welcome to the Casey Catch-Up. We've got uh, Jules Chole. I'm going to probably pronounce your name wrong, and I apologize for that. But um, Jules, I've seen some of your photos and videos of you surfing or foil surfing some really big waves. And then just recently you you did a 200-plus kilometre downwind foil. I'm calling it like enduro downwind foil. So I was like, man, i got to get this this guy on my podcast. So Thanks for, um, <laughs> I don't know anything else about you though. So, so thanks for jumping on and um, I'm hoping to get to know you a bit better during this chat. Okay, perfect. Let's go. Yeah. So um, tell us about yourself. Um, what's your background? Um, how old are you? Where do you, where do you live? Um, um, I, I live in the south of France. Uh, basically, I began going into the water with kitesurfing because my, my dad was, was doing it. And I I did about I think five years, and after the the wing came and the foil also, uh, I just learned foiling with my kite. Uh, I was about I think fourteen years old. The the, the first session was a nightmare. I didn't fall uh, anyway, but after yeah. I, I managed to to get in and and we started with with racing foils like 500 so it was hard to to learn it with the kite also but now we can do everything we want so it's it was a good deal yeah so so how long ago did you learn to kite foil um i think it it spent about three sessions to be able to to go front side and back side and coming back from where i came but Yes, it, it was about three sessions, I think. Yeah, nice. And and um, what what year? So how how long have you been foiling for? What can, can you repeat, please? Uh, what what year? So like, how long have you been foiling for? Um, I think I began to practice wing foil, uh, when the first F one swing, uh, appeared. So I think it was about three or four years ago now. Yeah, and and yes, I think I'm I'm foiling since five years and three or four years with the wing, nice. and surfboard. Yeah, cool. Well, um, uh, let's let let's quickly talk about the the, the big foil waves you've you've surfed. Um, Belhara, that looks like yes. a pretty crazy yes. session. I just saw you basically got it to yourself, and. Yeah. Yeah, maybe just talk us through that one. Yes, yes. Okay, so um, I'm studying engineering and my school is in Biarritz in Basque Country. So I'm part-time uh, in Biarritz and part-time at F1 because I, I work with F1. And when I'm in Biarritz, we often have great swells and I began to, to go in big waves with, uh, with the ski. And uh, I was waiting for a long time for for Belara to work, and when he when it came, we we got with one hand and the camera, and we were really lucky because there was so much people on the water. So I cut I caught a, a lot of waves, and it it was a really good session. But doesn't last a long time because. It only happens when the, the tide is really low. So we had about one hour, one hour and a half, and half, and after the, the wave did completely disappear. So yeah. it was a great call. Yeah, well, well done. And, and I saw in your post, you said uh, 
you were clocking speeds of like 70 k's per hour yes uh we are on the the 500 foils uh and we are full speed and we just managed to don't fall because uh it's it's a straight line going to the bottom and it it's not that hard but you have to be really focused to not fall because when you fall water is like really really hard and and it it can it can be pain painful really yeah no doubt but yeah I just fall at my last wave and all my back cracked, but it was the last, so there, there wasn't no problem. Yeah, good timing. Lucky it wasn't the first. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Um, well, let, let's turn our focus to the, the downwind foiling. Um, and just recently you've you foiled 200Ks, but I'm kind of, I'm very interested in that. And I think a lot of people are too, but I also want to know about how you learnt to downwind foil. A friend of mine messaged and said you've only been sort of sup foiling for a very short time but um maybe you can explain to us how you learned to downwind foil yes okay um i i didn't knew i i didn't knew anything about downwinding uh because i was just foiling on waves and and with my wing and with my kite and i have a friend matt who is in australia right now mm -hmm. uh he did a lot of of, of uh, SUP racing, and so he he knew how to how to downwind, and he told me let's try this because with the fall it could be really amazing. And at the beginning I I didn't manage to 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 downwind. I was just looking for uh, the bumps, but but like on classic swell, and it didn't works at it didn't work. So it it took a long time to 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 really. Uh, know how to to downwind without any effort and without pumping every time, and yes, I've we I learned with with the boat with the the kite school boat and we did like little runs and then I I managed to to get a, a soup and we started to to try to 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 go with the soup but it's I think it's the the most difficult difficult sport I do because it's really long to to learn it. Yeah, yeah, and I, I'm glad to hear that because it sounds like everything else you picked up pretty quick. Um, so, correct me if I'm wrong, but you kind of learnt so getting towed into the waves. So you learnt once you're up, it was pretty easy to, <clears throat> you know, you, you learn how to like maneuver and like make sure you're riding the the downhill of the bumps. And then the hardest part for yes, you was learning to actually get get started without a boat. Yes, yes, yes. That's it. You we. We had to to learn with the boat because if you don't know how to fly really well, you can spend a lot of energy uh, flying and a lot of energy trying to to take off. You know, you have to 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 know how to fly before before trying to to take off with the the SUP. Mm. Yeah, definitely. It's 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 kind of chicken or the egg, isn't it? Because if you if you are getting up but you don't know where to go, it just is really frustrating but by getting up and knowing where to go it, it makes you all you guess you learn it fairly quickly yeah more enjoyable too no doubt <laughs> yeah of course and now with the the high aspect foils and things like this downwind become more and more accessible you know because before one or two years ago it was really hard and we needed some specific condition with great bumps and now we 
we managed to, to catch uh, uh, more mellow swells and we can go in more condition than before. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's it's a couple things. I think it's popularity, but also, as you said, equipment makes it a lot easier. Um, yeah. There's there's a few and people um, that, that I know that sort of started downwind foiling at the beginning, like sort, sort of like five or six years ago. And um, yeah. yeah, it was hard. <laughs> it was hard to learn and it's much more enjoyable now. But um, it was still good back then compared to just standard stand-up paddle downwind, you know. Um, yeah. what, what, what equipment did you learn on? So like behind the boat, were you using a fast foil or a slow foil? Uh, uh, when we began downwinding, what, what foil did that? Um, I think I had uh, F1 Gravity uh, 140. Yeah. And it was uh, the foil uh, I learned with to surf foil also. And uh, I, I managed to kite fall with it. It was a bit big, but, but I had just one fall to, to do everything. And yes, we, we tried for the first time on, yes, on Gravity 140. Yeah. Um, and, and did you, were you winging downwind as well before you were towing? Uh, yeah. Yes, of course. Uh, when the the wing appeared, uh, um, we we thought that it was a great a great way to to downwind, but but with with safety because you you can take off if, if there is some wind you can take off, and yes, the the first downwind I I did the downwind with without the boat was with the wing, and I I followed my my friend who was already on the SUP him. But yes, me, I, uh, I tried for the first time uh, with the wing because it's, 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 it's safer. Yeah. And, and how do you find winging downwind now compared to like the SUP? The, the difference between with the wing and the SUP, I, I think it's more pure with the SUP, of course. And also you go faster with the SUP because you really can downwing, and with the wing, you 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 might do a little a bit of crosswind because the wing doesn't free fly downwinding. So yes, the with the SUP it's it's more pure obviously, but uh, with the wing it's a really great way to to learn, and I think most of people will try downwing for the first time with the wing and now we saw people uh, going upwind with the wing and with the paddle in their back and when they did uh, like 10 kilometers upwind they deflate the wind and they tried to take off with the, the the SUP and they came back with the wing in the back and the paddle on the end. Yeah that's so good that that's um I've been pushing people to do that for a long time it's um it's yeah it's 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 the shuttleless downwinder you know and that was going to be my next question um one of the things i always ask people on this podcast is have you ever thought about um deflating the wing and doing a yeah. like an upwind and then deflate downwind it's uh have you done that before yeah 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 and yet because when we we don't have the boat we can try and and practice takeoff paddling uh, by doing this thing and and it, it works it works really well and yeah. you don't have to have a car logistic where to to leave one car upwind to go uh, downwind with another car it's it's easier 
you you can upwind with the wing and just downwind with the, the wing on, on your back. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. I guess the hardest thing for people listening uh, is probably paddling up with the with the wet wing, you know, on your back. It's not that easy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so you got to be pretty confident that you can paddle back up. So it's kind of a bit more of an advanced skill. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm stoked you brought it up. This is probably the first time someone else has brought it up on this podcast rather than me bringing it up on the podcast. So that's good. That means it's catching on. So more people are doing it. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I really want to talk about your your two hundred k downwinder. So, when did you start planning for this like really long downwinder? And um, tell us about the so, conditions. So the the downwind we 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 often do were about ten to twenty kilometers, not more, because more it's it's more logistic, it's more long and. It's, uh, it's longer and if you don't have a uh, really good condition you can be stuck uh, on the middle and i think two weeks ago we did with the, the f1 pro uh, a downwind of uh, 50 kilometers downwind mm-hmm. and it was it was really great and the wind was not so strong and we managed to to do it with effort but without issue you know it was it was okay and we did it so I thought uh, I can do uh, I can do more, and but it 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 was not the plan for for right now, and uh, I I had it in my head, but uh, I didn't was I wasn't focused on it, and one or two days before I uh, uh, last Saturday, I saw that the condition will be really really good, and we decided to go with my my friend Loic, which is here. <laughs> yeah and and yes we 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 took my my toe in jet ski and i i told my father please can you can you go with the car at the the end of the downwind and we took uh more um more fuel to to to, to put in the ski because with just one uh one tank it wasn't enough uh yeah. so we took about thirty liter more, and it was just enough. We, we didn't we didn't have more, yeah. and yet we 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 starting we started at uh, nine a.m. Uh, the time to to go to, to put the skin in the water and to go in the in the takeoff zone, and yes, after we 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 I don't win it all the day, and and we we arrived n- not at the 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 first destination I I was thinking about, it was twenty kilometer more, but uh, we didn't manage to to do it because we didn't add uh, enough um, fuel in the ski and the wind was was too much side off at the end, so I had to stop uh, at the um, at the beach before, but it it was already a a really good downwind, so I was happy. Yeah. Yeah, it looked epic. Um, I'm just bringing up a map, so I'm going to share my screen, and <clears throat> I'm pretty sure this is the area that you yeah, downwinded yes. around. Can you let us yeah. know where you started and where you finished? Yes, uh, you can zoom uh, you zoom it next to Montpellier. Yeah. Uh, so now you can see a lake on your left. Yeah. You see it, the lake. 
on your left and you can zoom here over here uh wait i'm sorry yes of course frontignan is the is yeah. where our site has started yes there yeah cool i'm gonna measure i want to i'm curious to see the run line so yeah started here and then you can go on your right oh this way yeah yeah right way yeah this way yeah yes of course exactly starting again measure distance so from here to this direction yes yes and you can follow the the costs I don't know what measuring with. Maybe <laughs> you can the first point, point and the last point, and after uh, um, precise the the curve. I yeah. think it's easier. Yeah. So where's the where did you finish? I finished in Sifour. It's a uh, it's far far away on your right. There is Marseille. It's the half of the of the the downwind. Yeah. And you can go on your right and just next to Toulon. Do you see Toulon? Yes. Here you can zoom. Yeah. And I finished in Sifour, um, the, uh, on the oh, left say it of here. Toulon. Yeah, yes. yeah. So it's, it's a straight line, it's like 180 k's. But yes, but it's it, never it it's works. never straight. <laughs> you always zig and zag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I did more much distance at the beginning of the downwind because bumps were not so fast, and I could do a lot of turns. You know. Yeah. And the end was was really straight, but the at the beginning I did uh, more distance that I thought I will do. Uh, yeah, so more zigzagging at the start. <laughs> I, I, I was doing a, a lot of time. Yeah, yes, of course. Yeah, and then as it gets better, you kind of get straighter. And then... Yes. Yeah. Because right. after the the swell is going bigger and bigger, and you you can just uh, go, go down, going down and, and not do a lot of turns because there was also like 45 knots. So it, wow. it, it was... It wasn't so hard at the end because the wind was pushing me really, really, really hard. Yeah. But the the thing wasn't wasn't that much easy because uh, uh, the the wind and the bumps were not uh, were not straight, and, and I had always to to bump. Yeah, and and what what direction was the wind? I assume it's like at least this direction, like same direction you were yeah. going. Yeah. It's a more side of than this. Okay, so so more. Like kind of like like this. Yes, exactly. I I always had to to go backside and and do, doing crosswind, but it it was okay. It was it it was fine. So you're always kind of having to work back back into shore, so which was the problem yes, at the course. end. Yeah, getting in. Cool. Now very I love um, understanding other people's like downwind runs. You know the 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 location and the the, the conditions. Um, yeah, it's, it's a good example. Yeah. Um, um, 
And this is a pretty pretty normal wind, like normal wind direction. What? This is a normal wind direction. Yes, of course, of course. We had like a uh, north northwest wind and south wind. Uh, here are the the two the two main directions we can have. Uh, so yes, we often have this wind, but it's it's really rare to to have it uh, fr from where I started I started to to where I finished. Sometimes it 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 switch off uh, at the the middle of the run. So I saw that it will be really good. So I didn't, um, I didn't waiting waited longer, and we decided we decided to go, even awesome. if we were not really ready to do it. Uh, I I knew that the most important part uh, will be uh, the condition, and and not me, not myself, because uh, if you have good condition, you you can go. What um um you, you can ride longer than than if you if you have some like gusty wind or light wind. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, and it's it's having the wind for the whole time too, which is obviously the hardest part. Um, so, so well done, it's huge. I, I I know what, well, I know, I kind of know what you did. I I think you had a bit better conditions than, than what I had, but um when when I did my two hundred plus kilometer foil um i spoke to you on instagram when i saw it and i said how far did you get because you said 200 plus kilometers and and maybe just talk us through like the 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 difference between the first half and the middle and the last half because over that sort of distance it changes a lot <laughs> yeah yeah i had a, a lot of different conditions uh at the first like 30 minutes were a bit intense because bumps were really small wind was side off but i knew that i will have um stronger wind and bigger bumps so i i was i, I didn't worry about it and the next the, the next two hours i think were the the, the, the best the, the most playful uh part of the downwind because bumps were not so big and it was like a skate park i, I did a lot of turn it was really good, and when I came at like seventy kilometers, uh, the wind died a bit, and the swell be became to be bigger and bigger. But without wind, it it wasn't uh, it it there wasn't enough energy, you know, to 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 ride it. So I had to to bump and always going back on the the the, the bump uh, on on the the other bump. Um, behind me so yeah. I had like 30 minutes really intense uh, and I knew that if, if the wind didn't came up more uh, I, I I wouldn't finish the, the, the downwind in this condition but 30 minutes after uh, the wind the wind come back really really strong and after this it was like uh, like like a storm it was like three meter bumps and and wind wind was yes 45 i think we had like 50 knots 55 knots but it, it was really easy because uh the stronger is the wind is easier is it you know yeah yeah for sure so the the, the second part of the the downwind the last uh, 100 kilometers were uh were easier really easier for me because i was close to the the shore so the, the the landscape was was moving really fast and and it was easy and when I saw the um, 
the, the end of the downwind, uh, I had I was like, okay, you have to go there, and it was way easier than being uh, in deep water and going nowhere. You know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Huge effort, mate. It's um, I, I knew there'd be some sort of story, and like, because the conditions never are, are, are perfect for the whole the whole run. You know, it's always the wind will never be consistent you know and when you cover that distance it's it's hard um so we, we spoke on instagram chat and, and i asked well, you know well what distance did you get because 200 plus kilometers is massive but you you said that your watch died and you had to turn your phone strava on so what was the final distance yeah, of it, it was like 204 or five kilometers it was more than 200 but we don't exactly know how much was it but yes at the the middle of the run my my watch died so we put on strava on the phone but it wasn't easy on the the ski because it was like 40 knot water everywhere and and yes it, it was i think it was maybe harder for my pilot than me because on the ski it it was really the the shower every time every yeah. time because because of of the wind and and on, on the foil you don't have like um uh like hard parts uh hurting the the water so it, it doesn't make any foam or, or things like this but on the ski you, you you take water every time in in your head it's 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 a nightmare yeah the the real um hero is next to you <laughs> uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's a seriously good friend yeah 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 um no huge effort mate and to get so I I think the reason I was obviously interested in the exact distance is because I was worried that you'd you'd beat my record um two hundred I think I've done two hundred and thirteen kilometers and I had similar problems with my watch um okay. the my Garmin stopped recording or and like it did like a glitch and so we sort of went a kilometer out and a kilometer in but I had another okay. watch on a polar watch and I was annoyed because my Garmin was measuring like two like at the end it measured about 220 something whereas my polar watch only measured like 213 so it, it's always strange you know how the gps how the gps watches work but um it's the I, best I we think, have i think we can find some better ways to 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 record but i i wasn't looking for uh uh, I, I didn't worry about it, and my goal was just was just to, to go um, to, to go for the longest downwind I I could. But I yeah. wasn't like I want to to know exactly precisely uh, how much I did because I uh, uh, I at the end uh, I don't care. I, I'm just happy to, to to have done this and yeah, that's it for sure. I I feel like you're gonna probably do it again at some stage. Like, did you enjoy it? Was it fun or was it was it hard? Like, would you are you scarred from it? <laughs> I think it it's better to do a fifty kilometers downwind. You can enjoy more because you know when we we you when you will arrive and and yes, it's it's better and you can enjoy every moment. So actually, I was like. Um, don't do a lot of turns. Don't spend a lot of energy, even if you enjoy, because uh, there is a, a long way to go, and and you have to focus on on your your body and and don't spend uh, a lot of energy. But maybe I I will do it again, 
not not by the same way, just with two people and jet ski. But maybe if, if we if we have a great team and and a big boat to to film or doing things like this, uh, I I will go again for sure because it it wasn't a a nightmare. It wasn't so so hard. So yes, I I will go again. Yeah, nice, good to hear. And like, yeah, I think like what you just said, the, the doing it with a jet ski. I've done it. I did the, the first time I sort of tested if like distance. I, I did it with a jet ski, and I did like 120 kilometers. And the yeah. jet ski, it was it was so hard for the jet ski. Like you said, yeah. like it's the, the the fuel, um, the the conditions are wild. You know, you're going like up and down, and there's water everywhere. Yeah. Whereas on the foil, it's like, like it's the best craft in those conditions. Yeah. But for the jet ski, it's really hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, and so yeah, the the big boat. I think actually, actually, that's my next question. Um, what did you do for food and water? Um, I I had uh, one liter camelback. I don't know if I can say it in English. Uh, water in in a pocket in the back. I had one liter, and we ref refueled the the one liter about four times i think so i drank about uh, four liters of water and uh, a little bit of i don't know how to say it but energy inside the water in order to, to prevent some injuries yeah and i i bought like uh, cereals bar and energy bars things like this yeah uh, but I, I didn't ate a lot during these nine hours um yes i think i I ate like uh, seven or eight bars, but not more. I, yeah. I drank, I drank, I drank a lot, but I didn't eat a lot. I wasn't hungry. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And did um, did you like? Where was the sorest part of your body? Like when the when the when the conditions were not so good? Like where where did you find it was? Um, um, I had. Did, I had to take off the top of my wetsuit because I was I was too hot. Mm -hmm. I had to uh, hot also because I was the I had the, the sun in my eyes and at one uh, yes sometimes my head was like turning and I didn't feel really well. So when I put the hat and removed the, the top of my wetsuit, it was it was really better. So that's the. The only thing I had, and one time also I had a, a cramp. I, I can say it. <laughs> yeah, uh, like, yeah. And I stopped immediately, and I drank a lot, and I, I think I lay about uh, three or four minutes waiting, and after when I when I I came back on the water, it was it was okay, and I didn't yeah. had any I didn't had it anymore, but but also because the wind also. Uh, picked up and was easier to, to to go. Yeah. Um. So where where was the cramp? Uh, I don't know how to say it. At the leg, the the big muscle of the leg. Yeah. Okay. The so like the, yeah. The quad. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. Yeah. That's that's the pumping muscle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I got really sore calves. My my quads, yeah. but then my my calves hurt as well, just from the little movements. Like when you're turning, I guess, but yeah, um, quads as well. I, I I understand that for sure. Um, oh, hey, what what equipment? So what board? What foil? Mast? Fuse? Yeah. All that sort of stuff. For the foil, I had uh, 
990 uh, 990 ego from yeah. f1 yeah uh it's the only foil i use uh, uh when i when i'm doing downwind even even on light downwind and strong downwind i'm i'm used to this foil so i don't want to change because i i know it really well mm -hmm. uh, i was using a uh, 85 centimeters mast carbon mm -hmm. mast and uh, the board, um, now we have some prototypes at F1. Uh, it's a 6.0. 6 yeah. uh, I think it was about 78 liters, things yeah. like this. Okay, so, so pretty small. Yes, it's small, but I'm not that tall. I'm like um, 67 kilo. Okay. So yeah. okay for me. It's okay. Yeah. In short bumps, it's okay, but at the end, I when I stopped the the at, at the end, I, I wasn't able to, to stand on my board because it was like 45 knots and it was really hard to paddle. So um, I, I was I was really really not tired, but I I I didn't want to spend energy trying to to stand on my board and take off. So I used the the ski to take off for for the the three or four last times yeah 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 nice that's the beauty of having the jet ski there right you know it makes it makes it if you get in trouble you know um would would you change any equipment so after doing that like in hindsight would you i, I don't think so we, we talked with the, the f1 team and i told them that i was really happy with the four i i thought uh i will be um it, it will be harder the in in the really the really big bumps done without without any issue and I was really surprised and I think the 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 difference between going uh like towing uh in 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 real wave with a small board like a four two and with a paddle is that with the paddle you have we have more comfort because the board is is bigger and there is more inertia, you know. And so I was really happy about my my fall. Maybe I, uh, if I will have a fall with more more glide, it 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 will be better. But I I don't think uh, with the foil I have for the moment, it was the the good choice. Uh, I did the good choice. The the day before I was like maybe I can take the eight hundred. Uh, 50 skates, the the new F1 foil. Yeah. But I was happy to 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 don't took it to, to don't have to take it because uh on the the lightest part of the downwind it it will have been really hard. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the trade off, isn't it? Because especially for the long runs, you need a foil that works when the conditions are really bad, and then a foil that's comfortable when the conditions are really good. So yeah. yeah like the 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 range of the foil so it sounds like i haven't i haven't managed to try the eagle yet but it, i've heard really good reports um so you know then it, it sounds like it worked really well for you yeah yeah it's, uh, maybe we need a we need foil with um uh, aspect ratio uh uh higher like 10 maybe nine and a half or 10 
but for the moment it's okay and i think we don't have better equip equipment in the in the range to to, to do it it's 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 really grateful that works in a lot of conditions yeah um on the board i, I just saw a video um jacko using an f1 prototype um board yeah. um ha actually how wide was the board so six foot 78 liters but what was the the width I don't remember. It's 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 the new shapes, you know, where they go faster when you paddle. Uh, it's a little bit more complicated to stand on it, but uh, uh, I don't have the, the size in my mind right now. Uh, I can write it for you if you want, or maybe I, I have it, but it, it will be complicated too. Yeah, to, that's fine. Maybe, maybe just write it and I can I can put it back in at the end when I edit this. Yeah, that's fine. Because I think people, okay. people will want to know because um, a lot of people... Yeah, of talk about like uh the, the 6.0 is a bit small we have like 6.7 and it works really really well it's there is a gap between 6.0 and 6.7 so yes boards are coming soon and i think it's it's a little revolution uh with what we had before the the, the prep shapes were much harder to, to take off yeah it's been so cool to see and like exciting to see all these new all these bigger brands creating these downwind foil boards because yeah. 18 months ago or even like three years ago no one really cared about downwind foiling it was more about winging and and surf foiling or toe foiling and so now they're making boards for downwind foiling which means we'll have more people to do it with <laughs> yeah, yeah i think because um we are wondering that uh downwind become more and more accessible so more and more people will will buy so, some some stuff to to try it yeah no it's it's so cool and and i think um you know the, the foils are getting better the boards are getting yeah. better people's um minds are sort of opening up to like understanding how it works and looking and, and then realizing that it, you can do it everywhere like it doesn't have to be in the ocean it can be done in lakes harbors rivers um, you just need wind and water. Of course. And yeah. in the right direction also. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. What else do I want to ask you about? Um, okay, so going back. So you, you, you learning, you, you learned behind a boat. <clears throat> and obviously that was good because once you're up, you could, you could get going. But how was your, like, how long did it take you to learn to to paddle in to like to to bumps uh to, to how long i took to to manage to take off with the paddle that's it the question yeah or yeah no? like yeah like like um how was your learning process like was yeah, it hard during one summer we did done behind the boat uh at the end of the summer when the conditions were good we we were able to to downwind every time we we wanted, and we didn't stop like uh, each five minutes or things like this. And after I did like uh, the, all the the session, I tried to take off with the paddle. I managed to do it, but uh, in some session, I spent about like thirty minutes or forty minutes to to take off because wind was too light and I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't good enough to to take off. So yes, a uh, few times I I spent a lot a lot of time trying to to, 
to take off. I think when you when you have done like ten downwinds, ten downwinds, you are able to 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 take off. If you know how to paddle, it it's not that hard. And also the the stuff the the gear is 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 always um, improving. So maybe I I think now yes you need like 10, 10 paddle session. If you have a little background of paddling in of paddling in waves, for example, you need like ten session to to be to be sure to 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 take off if the conditions are good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I think you're pretty skilled because I know lots of people have taken more than ten sessions, <laughs> but maybe they're using the wrong equipment. <laughs> but, but before going with the paddle, you you it's you you have to know how to downwind win uh, yeah. once you are on the foil and flying because yeah. uh, you have to save your energy flying and spend it by trying to take off by paddling but you can't spend energy trying to fly and trying to paddle yeah yeah makes it really hard for sure yeah nah cool um and were you using the same equipment you're using now when you're learning or we're using a bigger board um uh, i had like a, a bigger board but it was also a prototype and it wasn't that big but if if i tried with bigger board it it would have been easier for sure and i think my my stuff was a bit small uh when i started but i i just had this and i i went with with what i had yeah for sure and and I think um yeah you're uh, lighter so like 67 kilos um it, it, it I think it helps like it it being lighter and foiling it, it makes it a little bit easier I think I, I I don't I'm not sure because I think to go fast if you if if your weight weight is higher I think you go faster with oh the same I agree foil. yeah for sure but in terms of like learning and just getting up onto oh, foil it's lighter easier nicer not not taking anything away from you you, you sound like you've put in the hard yards for sure um have you done any races on the sup foil no never i i've never done uh, my friend uh done like three or four but i i wasn't enough skilled to to take off so i I didn't want it to go for a race because if I don't, if I didn't took off, it it will be a nightmare, you know. So yeah. I I want to be sure to, to be in capacity to to take off, and after I I will maybe plan some to to do some races. But now yes, I'm I'm thinking about doing it because the gear is okay, and I think I'm okay also to take off. But yes, we'll see what we have in France and maybe maybe in uh in europe so yes uh, i will see i will see because yeah. in france we have we have several we have several races uh in the north of france particularly in Brittany. but yes we'll see it, it's not my, my priority because i have other things to do but it, it will be great yes to, to to do some races yeah so, so we won't see you in hawaii in july what we, we won't see you in hawaii in july <laughs> Yeah, you, Not, you are going. Yes. Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah, Molokai Tuwahu's back on for the first time in like four years, so um, yeah, I'm excited for it. 
and I'm sure there's some some French spoilers coming. But um, yeah, it sounds like what what are your other priorities? Um, what, what are your what what are your main goals? Um, actually, I'm finishing my engineering school. Yeah. So I work with the Def One R and D team. Uh, so yes, I I'm always at uh, at the office, also on the spot because we we are testing a lot of prototypes and things like this. And I I I can if if I want I can take the time to to go to, to some races, but for now it's not the the priority. So I just try to enjoy where I live and sometimes travel a bit. But I'm I'm fine like this. So yeah. So that's. That's that's kind of the cool thing about foiling. Um, you, you don't really need to travel far to get good conditions yeah. and have fun. You know, like it's. Yeah. Uh, I've been very content the last like four years at home, just foiling. It's it's been it it, yeah. it makes it makes um travel seem less important. So. Yeah, I, I totally understand uh, where you're at, and then hopefully I, I'm I'm looking at maybe coming over to uh, Europe in maybe October. If not, it'll be next year in sort of August. So, um, it, look, if if I if I do manage to get over there, I'd I'd love to be able to get a, a downwind foil in with you in your local spot. Yes, you can write me, and we we manage to to have a, a good downwind. Yeah, of yeah. course. But to show me the conditions, because it looks like you you nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, what do you want to leave people with? So, what, like, do you have any tips or advice for, for people on downwind foiling that you want to finish? We can finish up with. Uh, I think they have to. They don't have to put a, a small foil for the beginning, even if we always want to go faster and doing things like this. Uh, to to begin, yes, we have to, to take a big foil and to be with. Uh, with friend uh, who knows how to downwind because it's way much easier when you have good tips and on, on, on the moment, you know, on live, if, if, if they can tell you, okay, you, you might, you might do this uh, instead of this, it's, it, th these are really good ad advices. And I think it's really hard to, to run alone and going on the bay and paddling and trying to take off because uh, it's it's like it's not dangerous because uh, but you you yes you can feel alone really really fast and you have to to do first with with uh, a background of of security and and not going anywhere with side of wind and and hope to to come back to the to the shore yeah <laughs> good advice that no, really good advice no, um th thanks so much for coming on Jules um nice to meet you and thanks for sharing all your knowledge and i guess the adventures that you've been on the last you know little bit so um yeah much appreciated thank you it, it was a pleasure also for me to to tell you more about where we live and what we do yeah and also congrats on the big tuna i know you, you, you've just come in from fishing and he got a really big fish <laughs> We have some fish also in France, and they are not all in Australia. But I know there are more in Australia than here. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to I'll have to share the video you sent me with um with everyone because it was a yeah it's a big fish. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. All right. Thank thanks, Jules. Much. I'll catch you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.